Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is off this week. Joining us in his stead, political scientist from Sonoma State University, Dr. David McEwen. This week's event in Washington, D.C. was historic. And for the first time in our nation's history, a congressional committee recommended criminal charges against a former president. The January 6th committee, in its 154-page summary released on Monday, laid responsibility for the events that took place that day squarely on the former president. The report noted that the central cause of January 6th was one man, former President Donald Trump, who many others followed, and that none of the events of January 6th would have happened without him. With all of the coverage and commentary during the last 24 hours, we wanted to dig into what may come next here as the recommendations move to a legal process at the Department of Justice. Professor McEwen, thank you so much. What what do you look for as this story develops from a political stage to a legal stage? Well, good afternoon, Brett and Patty. And as we look at the criminal referrals, they represent a different kind of threat to Donald Trump. You have not only the other cases and potential problems with Mar-a-Lago and secret documents, what's happening in other states, but in the background of all of this, you also have evidence that we've seen in public and evidence we haven't seen. So the release, the likely release tomorrow of the report, uh, will provide us some insight into what we've seen, what we haven't, and where the Justice Department may head. All of this happens as Donald Trump mulls getting back into presidential politics and running into GOV primary, where the special counsel will be operating in the background. So as we watch this unfold, today's guests can give us some insight into what's likely to happen that is going to occur really on the political stage, spilling over to the legal stage. We're going to bring that guest on right now. Joining us in the KCBS Ring Central Newsline is Bay Area Congresswoman and member of the January 6th Committee, Zoe Lofgren. Thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon. What do you expect to come out of the committee's recommendations to the Justice Department? Well, obviously, the Justice Department has to make its own decision, but uh, we compiled you know, a mound of evidence and felt that there was sufficient evidence to make this referral and suggest that uh, the Justice Department pursue for uh, criminal uh, matters. We also mentioned, and you'll see more of this in the report tomorrow along with some of the transcripts we're releasing, concerns that we have about efforts that may have been undertaken to obstruct the committee's capacity to get evidence I touched upon it briefly in my remarks yesterday, and uh, we think we know they're looking at that, but it it really deserves a good hard look because, uh, according to the evidence we've received, uh, some of the lawyers uh, paid by the Trump organization were counseling witnesses to say they didn't remember when they did, and there are a lot of people who 
testified they couldn't remember things that just seemed really hard to believe. So we think the DOJ will take a look at that as well. Congresswoman, do you anticipate the reaction to holding others beyond the president accountable for the events of January 6th based upon what you just said that appear likely to appear in the report? Well, it's quite possible. Obviously, we mentioned uh, several individuals in particular, John Eastman, because we have a lot of information about Mr. Eastman, and Mr. Meadows, although he refused to testify. We believe the Department of Justice is likely to get more information from him than others. Mr. Chesbro, who played such a key role in the fake electors and, um, and, and the like, uh, Jeffrey Clark. But there are a lot of people involved in this wide-ranging plot. We said as in our referral that we did not mean to indicate there weren't others who might, uh, the DOJ might want to pursue criminally if they have the evidence, but we just focused in on a few individuals where we thought the case was pretty strong. Have you heard from the Justice Department since yesterday's bombshell, really? No, and we don't expect to. Um, you know, their, their rules are that if they have something to say, they file an indictment, and I respect that that's the way they proceed. So we're going to, we've been handing uh, transmitting over some transcripts. We're about to accelerate that, not only to the Department of Justice, but to the public. It, it's going to take a while because there's quite a bit of information. Just uh, the staff, for example, we've got to delete you know, personal cell phones and personal email addresses and addresses, and there's a few cases where there's some law enforcement sensitive information, but the vast majority of the committee records will be publicly released. You have been in public life for some time now. What are the lessons from the Trump presidency and the events of January 6th? I mean, what are your takeaways? Well, you know, one, one thing people say, and I think it's, it's worth uh, repeating, is when someone tells you something, it's probably a good idea to believe them. Uh, the ex-president was saying privately and publicly uh, that he didn't really intend to abide by uh, the election results. And people, uh, you know, didn't really put a lot of credence into it. But that, you know, starting in the spring before the election, there were public comments to that effect. Take seriously when people say that they're not going to abide by the rule of law or that they're going to challenge uh, the democracy. Uh, you know, we we got out of a very bad situation on the 6th due to uh, people who stood up to the ex-president, as well as the law enforcement officers who took a tremendous beating, uh, really, if they hadn't been able to do what they did, the outcome could have been much worse, much more severe. But uh, to think that because we, we escaped that we're in the clear would be a mistake. Are, are there issues that law enforcement could have handled better that are detailed or will be detailed in the report relative to their preparation for those events? Well, we go into that, and obviously there's some conflicting uh, testimony, but it's pretty obvious, and we touched on this in the executive summary, that there was a lot of information uh, that there was reason to believe that there would be extremists and and violence. I mean, there was a lot of information out there, and yet... The officers who were on the, the West Steps facing a raging mob, no one had told them. Nobody had prepared them. So there's a real failure there. Uh, I also think that 
uh, not only the information gathering, but the information sharing uh, really needs to be improved. And, you know, that is not to detract from the officers who, who were, I mean, just tremendously brave. And I talk to them all the time. I think many of them feel some sense of vindication from the committee's work that at least we stood up for them. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest today, Bay Area Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.